Date posted Friday, February 3, 2023 written at, O'Brien, Florida. Scripture from, 1 Chronicles 17 4-6 Translation, Contemporary English Version, CEV Bible Text, 4, Go to David and tell him, David, you are my servant, so listen carefully, you are not the one to build a temple for me. 5 I didn't live in a temple when I brought my people out of Egypt, and I don't live in one now. A tent has always been my home wherever I have gone with them. 6 I chose special leaders and told them to be like shepherds for my people Israel. But did I ever say anything to even one of them about building a cedar temple for me? Application, isn't it interesting how we seem to have answers for most people that we interact with, no matter how challenged we are in our own personal agenda? In the example given in my introduction, we may be challenged to afford a reasonable place to stay in, but when we see people living in true poverty, we feel compelled to fix their problem and permit them an opportunity for a better life. I wonder, how we would respond if a rich person approached us and asked what our greatest need is today. For some, it may be financial challenges, but for others it may surprise our rich friend that all they need is to find a better job, to understand the love of Jesus, or a deep concern for a neighbor who recently lost their spouse. This was no different to David's day. God had been extremely helpful to David and provided for his needs as a leader of God's beloved nation. God also protected David and his army from some of the toughest nations and armies on earth. Don't you know that David must have felt indebted to God and wanted to do all within his power to repay him for his awesome love and concern? Don't we tend to get like that? Many of us either feel this way or go overboard in trying to repay a friend because of this mindset, you have blessed my family and I, so I am eternally indebted to you. But that's not the reason God has blessed us all the days of our life, and often it may not be the reason that a good philanthropic gives their excess earnings to others. I believe that God so loved the world, His creation, that He gave us His very own Son so that we, who were made without sin, could overcome the weakness of the flesh in this world, and still become eligible for the glories of heaven when breath leaves this earthly body. This is what God taught us in John 3:16. God did this for us not because we worked hard around the church, or we preached to thousands over our lifetime, or we gave of our finances so that the work of Jesus Christ could be extended to all parts of the earth, but solely because of His love for us. God exampled before us how we should, in turn, show love to Him. It doesn't matter how many times you gave to the church or missions, but did you give of yourself to help the cause of Christ? It doesn't matter how many times you sent your kids and or your spouse to church, but did you dedicate your life wholeheartedly to Christ and allow Him to direct your path each and every day? You see, when you put self into the equation, you will be more likely to recognize God for who He is, you will have a deep desire to love Him, support His work to reach all who would believe, and your priorities and speech will change to reflect the God who has changed you, and who lives inside of you. Sending your money to good causes, or your kids to a place where they will learn good morals and principles only shows that you have good intentions. But where is your heart? In some of the public places that you visit, you may find buildings named after the philanthropic who gave much of the money needed for the construction. Because he loved the organization who built the building, he wanted to give to them. So honorable, but I would challenge you to find scripture to show that the eternal destiny of that person was changed because of his generosity. Please understand that many non-profit organizations will discontinue without the gifts of generous donors, but it's not until you personally have an encounter with God that your destiny will change heavenward. God might be saying today that He would love for you to give to His cause, but I can assure you that He would much prefer that you do that from a heart dedicated to God and directed by Him. If you don't recall ever personally committing your life to Jesus Christ and giving Him permission to rule and reign in your life, then I would encourage you to read my footnote carefully because I have offered biblical direction for you to surrender your life to Jesus today. God doesn't need an earthly temple, He wants individuals who call Him Lord, to worship Him and love others through His earthly temple. Blessings noted, 
Jesus will be honored and glorified through your life and through your worship, not through your excess funds, especially those that may have been earned in questionable or dishonest fashion. Prayer, Lord God, You are so right in telling us that Your ways are different to our ways. This world teaches us to build bigger and more significant so that everyone can have evidence of how we are flourishing in our personal life, our families, our church and our nation. Yet Lord, You told David that You were quite content with where You were at, a mere token of a holding place for the God of this universe. I am reminded that I have nothing to show off, and it's only a penitent heart that's ready for the return of Your Son, Jesus, that brings a smile to Your face and comfort to Your heart. While I believe that David sincerely wanted the very best for his Lord, this whole conversation with David has opened our hearts and minds to know that a heart relationship with you is all that matters. As you bless us, and bless our finances, you may then direct us to grow our facilities so that we may extend out even more into our lost communities. Please bless your people today dear Lord and bless the churches in which they truly lift up the name of Jesus. Help us all to know your timing and your ways, so that we may properly apply them in our lives and in the life of your church. I believe that the ultimate goal of your church is to reach the unsaved, while taking every opportunity to lift up your name and glorify our Father who art in heaven. Amen. Footnote, there are two more pages on my blog that will provide you with additional information, one of them being to know Jesus. If you have been challenged to make a decision today after reading this devotional, please click on the above page, or speak with a local Bible teaching pastor, or contact me at nuggetsfromgodswordatoutlook.com. Please allow someone to pray with you and give you help and or encouragement as you begin, or continue your walk with Jesus. Words underlined in my blog might indicate a link to a song that came to mind as I wrote the devotional. Feel free to click on the link and listen as you continue to read or pray. If this devotional was forwarded to you and you would like to see more, please go to Nuggets from God's Word and read more, or you may freely subscribe for a daily email conveniently containing each day's devotional. You may also visit me on Spotify and listen to Nuggets while you're out and about. I would encourage you to find a church home near by your home, and attend as frequently as you could. Get to know God, and allow His people to encourage and strengthen you in your Christian walk, while making every effort to be a blessing to them. God is at work among His people. Please consider growing in your faith, as you worship with fellow believers.